look, I have my first journal. It has been a crazy journey. And this is setup I have used for the past five years. And it's uh, the three things that are important to me, not just a to-do list, what really matters. And then something that you're grateful for, something that you're proud of, something that you dream of, and something that you pray for. Simple, but effective. And this... Uh, prompts I used them when I needed some outside validation and what this help did was bring my uh, attention to me so it helped me see my worth and how far I have come so I just I love that now I have a physical journal and I hope that it helps somebody no matter what their journey is you can find it at lifewithfrancy.com slash shop and the link will be in the description of the episode <laughs> Hello and welcome to Life with Francie podcast, a place where you will find all kinds of conversation like mental health, self-love, self-care, trauma, hobbies, and more. With this podcast, I want to create a place where we support one another in business and personal life. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Now, let's get the show started. Today's episode was thanks to Women in Podcasting Community, an amazing community where women support one another. And Jennifer Hensel has created tools and resources to help anybody in the podcasting community as a podcast host or as a podcast guest sharing their expertise. Now, on today's episode, I have the pleasure to talk to Leanne, who is a personal development coach and the host of the Watch Us Thrive podcast. Her mission is to create a safe place where you can spotlight your own journey without your own healing journey without judgment. She is here to normalize those uncomfortable conversations. You can see we have some things in common. So I can't wait to get this conversation started with her. So now let's welcome Leanne to the show tell us what is life with you hey thank you so much for having me i'm super super excited to be here so yes hi everyone who's meeting me for the first time my name is leanne i'm the host of the watch us thrive podcast and i'm really on a mission to show others that they're able to turn their pain into their power I started it because I am a survivor of domestic violence, and that's something that really changed my life in a huge way that I didn't realize. And I'm just out here trying to, you know, help people change their own narratives one conversation at a time. Oh, I love that. And you already have a soft spot in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you tell us a little bit more about your story? Yeah, absolutely. So... On March 12, 2021, I almost lost my life to the hands of someone who I thought was going to be my forever. I was in a physically, emotionally, verbally abusive relationship at the height of the pandemic. We remember how shitty life was back then. But, you know, I just found myself in this really draining situation that got to the point that I almost lost my life. And after experiencing all of that, I have the full episode. If anyone wants to check it out on my podcast, it's episode 10. We can link it in the show notes below so you can listen to it. That tells the full in-depth story. But, you know, going through something really traumatic like domestic violence, the healing process really took a while for me to get to the person that I am today. But I think it's so important for us to, like you said in my intro, highlight these uncomfortable conversations that people don't like to talk about, right? There's a statistic out there that one in three women 
are going to be a victim of DV in their lifetime. So there's one person right here, Francie, I don't know your background, but I'm sure you know someone who knows someone who knows someone who's been through it, but it's something that we don't talk about because it's so stigmatized. It's so taboo. It's so everything happens behind closed doors and you mind your business and you pretend like shit is sweet out in you know the public. But I just think for me going through what I went through and surviving it, I'm here for a reason and I want to be able to show others that you don't need to continue to suffer in silence. You don't need to continue dealing with these shitty toxic relationships that I've been a habitual person who's been attracted to toxicity my entire adult dating life. And two and a half years ago, when I almost lost my life, was the start of my rebirth process of really getting know, getting to know me on a personal level by myself and not really distracting myself with someone being in my life. So, you know, I just think some of us have to go through really shake the table, life altering situations in order for us to wake up. For me, it was that relationship, but I am grateful, not for what I went through, but who I've become despite of the trauma that I experienced, if that makes sense. Wow. Yeah. And um, you said uh, about, you know, the domestic violence and things like that. I suffer from abuse because of my biological father, but mm. so I can relate on the secrets yeah. and whatever happens indoors. And it's different from the outside world and everything that comes with it, you know, the shame and the guilt and responsibility that didn't belong to you. So I can relate in that matter. And uh, props to you, you know, too for like trying to go out there and show the light for others that's I can't relate in that matter too because that's why I started the podcast too you know to bring other people to tell us you know how did you survive this thing called life and for some of us life has been a little harder than others and I share the tools and resources you know to help out others so um yeah um So how does the healing comes in and now you're here? Yeah, I I want to put this out there that it sounds great now, right? For anyone who's Mm -hmm. listening, it's like, damn, she's out here killing it. I promise you it was not like that in the beginning. Like I literally felt broken. I hit multiple rock bottoms in my life, but this one back in 2021 was probably the most broken I ever felt in my life so I want to start off with that it wasn't like the next day I was like okay I'm gonna be out here and killing shit no that's not reality right and that's what we see a lot on social media especially but that's another conversation for another day but the healing process for me really started and I talk about this all the time on my podcast the first step for me personally was taking accountability and I know that's a very trendy word that people say a lot nowadays but for me having to look in the mirror after going through what I went through, losing basically everything and being like, you are part of the problem. You stayed in this relationship longer than you should have. You saw the red flags, but you chose to ignore them. You took on being with someone who disrespected you on a over and over and over like it's a hard pill to swallow and it's kind of it can sound harsh to some and I'm sorry if you're triggered but maybe this is what you need to hear Mm -hmm. 
But for me, it really took me look, looking in the mirror and being like, why am I in this relate this type of relationship again? Because mm. like I said before, I was in previous toxic, abusive relationships and I never took the time to heal from them. I was always the type of person who would just hop from one person to another, have my whole phase, you know, out here living my best life. But really what I'm just doing is numbing and running away from the pain that comes from the loss of a relationship. So besides that, taking accountability and being like, I'm the common denominator, something needs to change because clearly I'm finding the same type of person in a different body. That was step one for me. And then step two was speaking up and asking for help. I knew going through what I went through that this was something super traumatic that I could not heal from on my own. I had no tools in my toolbox. I didn't know what it meant to love yourself, you know, to speak up and ask for help, especially for us and, you know, Latinas, communities of color, asking for help is like a sign of weakness, right? Mm -hmm. That's something that we were conditioned with growing up. So I knew that like, I had to find someone to help me unpack these really deep rooted wounds that I had for so long. So what did that mean? Going to group therapy, going to individual therapy, working with life coaches, journaling, meditating, all of these resources that's very cliche that we all talk about, we hear about it in the personal development world. But honestly, those things really helped me get to the root of my problem of why I felt like being in these types of relationships was okay. Why did I feel like being disrespected was what I deserved? Why didn't I love myself? Asking those uncomfortable questions like we talked about before. So I think it's just really important for us to be honest with ourselves and to be like, I'm not okay. And that is okay. And find the people out there who are willing to help you get to the place that you want to go. But you really just got to be honest with yourself and be like, I have a problem and I need help. Um, Excuse me. Um, If you don't want to answer, it's fine. But like, how was like your childhood and your racing before you got into it? Because like for me, I was struggling with a lot of anger from Puerto Rico and my family over there and then lived the hell through with my biological father. So, and then went through the whole rock bottom and things like that. So I can relate so much to your story. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I have, you can ask me anything. There's nothing that you can't ask me. So feel free to, you know, go wherever you want to go. So, and I love that you asked this question because I think society tends to think that someone who's in an abusive relationship must have been around abuse growing up and for me that's not the case my parents they're both from puerto rico as well born and raised on the island came to the u.s mainland um in the 80s and they've been married together for 40 something years high school sweethearts never grew up in a home where there was physical violence never grew up in a home where there was yelling and screaming and calling each other's names while there was a lack of communication, healthy communication in my home growing up, like we're either screaming at each other or we're ignoring each other. Like there was never any conflict resolution is like, let's sit down and, you know, have a conversation and then we can move on. No, it wasn't like that in my home growing up. But it's not to say that I grew up in a place where 
I was abused or I was neglected. You know, I was very loved and well taken care of. I'm the youngest of two. I have an older sister. And yeah, I mean, I didn't grow up in that type of environment. So it's interesting to hear because I also interview other survivors of DV and hearing their dynamics too. I always start off with, tell me about childhood. What was, you know, life like for you growing up? And there's so many different stories. What I can say about me as a child, I was shy. I still am. I'm a Virgo. So um, I did not have confidence in myself. I was bullied as a kid and I had a lot of lack within me. And I think once I started dating around high school, freshman, sophomore year, I just latched on to any type of attention that I got because I didn't get that, you you know, younger. Um, Like I said, I was bullied and stuff. So any type of male validation that I got from a guy, like I became obsessed with it in a very unhealthy way. And that's something that I carried on into my adult relationships. And like I said before, I was never the type of person that when one relationship ended, I took time to be by myself. I never did that. This is the first time in my life that I've been single for two and a half going on three years, really focusing on Leanne. But as far as my childhood growing up, I just know there was a huge lack within me um, that I never chose to really get to the root of until two and a half years ago. Wow. Yeah. Dang, girl, that's all like, we're like right here. And WEPA, I was like, I knew I wanted to hold off on the WEPA. But, um, but uh, yeah, do you feel like uh, uh, sheltered with your parents? In a sense, yes. Because when it came to these types of relationships, I never heard of it um, until I actually find myself in one afterwards. But we never talked about, oh, yeah, there's abusive relationships out there. We never talked about domestic violence. I never knew anyone in my friend, in my friend group or in my social circle, like at school or, you know, friends outside of school. We never talked about that. So sheltered, yes, definitely in a sense. Man, I got a shout out for Oregon parents because like they're the best of the best. I grew up a lot of uh, around a lot of chaos between Puerto Rico and Brooklyn. I have 24 cousins from my mom's side. And then she remarried when I was one and my dad took me in and he has like 25, 30 <laughs> nieces and nephews as well. So there was a lot of chaos. But my mom, I'm an only child. Her box was so freaking tiny that when I got into the world, I was like, what the hell is happening? This is not how I grew up in. I seen evil for the first time and like it was a lot. And like the first things that happen is like a lot of people will not. Well, I'm not trying to diminish my own trauma, but like it's compared to what I live with my biological father it's nothing so like I said my mom is almost perfect (laughs) but that almost is in caps you know but like the life that they gave us you know trying to shelter us from all the things and then having that situation happen to you domestic violence and then going on in how do you go from for me, was a decade, so I wanted to th- do that from the beginning, you know, from my story, the, the rock bottom lasted a decade uh, to get to the healing part. 
Yeah. So I think for me, and I think especially for us Latinos and Latinas, like when it comes to the way our parents raised us, I'm not going to speak for everyone, but I think for like your mom and for my parents, like it was from a place of trying to protect us to make sure that we're safe. It's not in a malicious way, like, oh, I'm going to keep everything everything from you so when you go out there you're gonna suffer and you're gonna do all that it's oh, not no, like yeah. that Thank right you for that. yeah yeah no <laughs> absolutely yes I just wanted to preface that and you know like I can't hold it against my my family because they only knew what they had with what they had right and I think a lot of us especially in the community of color community the people of color community can relate to that so I do have a daughter she's 14 she just started high school and I think about the generational cycle of trauma that we really talk about a lot, right? So like I said before, I didn't have healthy communication growing up with me and my sister and my parents. Now that I am a parent myself, I am a single mom as well. Her father is not in the picture. For me, I think it's important for us to be the cycle breaker. So what does that mean for me personally? That means my daughter knows everything that I experienced. She did not live with me when I was in that abusive relationship. And that was not her father. That's someone else. Um, I told her everything. We've gone to therapy together. Like me and her have such an open dialogue of communication that I don't hold anything back from her on purpose. So that way, when later down the line, when she's out there dating or going through things, she doesn't have the same experience that I had growing up that I, I hid a lot of things from my family. I lied. I snuck out. That's how I ended up pregnant at 19. You know, we never sat down and had the sex talk with me and my daughter. We absolutely had all of those uncomfortable taboo conversations that us Latinas don't like to do, but I think it's important for us to break that mold and that stigma that we have been conditioned to live with as children especially when you become a parent like I don't want my daughter to ever God willing experience what I went through I never want her to find herself in emotionally financially spiritually physically whatever type of abusive relationship I never want her to experience that and I want her to be able to come to me, be like, Ma, I'm going through this. Like, I need your help. I need your advice. I need something. I want her to feel safe. And I think it's important for us as parents to be able to have those uncomfortable conversations with our kids so that they can be the ones later down the line that are going to shift this type of cycle that we have been accustomed to growing up. So I think it's just based around communication and talking about the uncomfortable shit that we don't like to do. We have to, if we want to make the change. I absolutely love that. And uh, yeah, I, I like that you said at the beginning, you know, because yeah, it wasn't bad. <laughs> I mean, I love it right now. I, I was able to keep my innocent as much as I could. Um, and I appreciate her for all loving me and everything else but uh yeah no I can relate so much through oh no no uncomfortable conversations a lot of conversations in the Latin communities are taboo 
Uh, one example was one of my cousins, uh, she went to get birth control. Well, she was already pregnant. So <laughs> at 16. So it's like it happens because we don't have those. And I want I don't I have bonus kids, but like I'm trying to do the same thing. You know, my mom was able to cut um, generational curse of alcoholism. Her mom died from alcohol then her two brothers died from alcoholism too. Their liver gave out. So my mom like chose not to drink. So she showed me a different way. Now I come along. I respect alcohol because I know what it can do. And then for me is the emotional intelligence. I don't know about your family, but mine, when it comes to emotions, I'm teaching my mom how to handle hers in her 50s. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. So I'm trying to cut the generational trauma of depression, anxiety. My mom was like, when I was growing up, there's no such a thing as bipolar. I said, well, I can point out a few family members that got it, but they're not certified. I am certified. So just things like that to understand because I don't want my kids to suffer from that or feel like th there's something wrong with them because there's their brain is different. And how they handle life is different. So I want to learn all the tools and resources and help people out there that feel like they don't know how to handle it. Now you put trauma on top of it. So now I want to um, share my story that it was my biological father gave me a PhD in every single type of abuse so I could help others no matter their abuse I'm like oh I can't relate to the, this part and that part you know so because when you're going through it you feel like you're alone and nobody else has never ever happened through what you went through till you find that person for me was my mentor that is like oh my gosh please and thank you help me out because I can't do this alone. My healing journey started by loving myself. And then that switched to a whole thing. You mentioned journaling. Journaling was a huge part of that. And it still is as I have my own journal now, you know. <laughs> so how did the podcast come about? And you're coaching too, because you're a coach. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. So the podcast started on January 1st, 2022. So it was almost a year of me really doing the healing work by myself. I want to preface that as well. I didn't just come back home and start healing and be like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast, right? No, it wasn't like that. So for what I do as for work, I am a virtual assistant to my sister who has a very successful podcast. So I was doing a lot of things for her, for, you know, her business. And I just had this realization. I'll never forget. It was December 19th, 2021. And I, I was just sitting there. I was like, I can do this. Like I'm learning so much working for my sister, doing her thing. Her niche is different. She talks about personal finance and all of this stuff. But for me, I was like, 
I can start by sharing my story. I can talk about not just that abusive relationship that I was in, but other ones than just life in general, relationships, healing, all of that. Cause that's what I've been doing for the past nine months. Right. So I said, you know what, I'm just going to use just the tools that I've learned working for my sister and I'm going to start a podcast. And I mean, if you'll listen to the like first few episodes, we all start somewhere, right? So it's super cringe. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe it, but I'm not going to change it. Like I love to hear the evolution of, you know, how the podcast has grown, but it really, it started with me just talking about my experience, talking about what I went through, talking about relationships, talking about being single and, you know, trauma and, you know, all of these things. And slowly, it's just really turned into this place where we have these conversations. I've had so many people come on, I'm like over 100 episodes now, I haven't missed a week. I'm so proud of that. Um, every Tuesday an episode comes out. And, you know, I'm just just here to show people that despite whatever type of thing that you've gone through, you know, I've had people who have been raped victims who have had um, attempted suicides. I've had people who, you know, have just gone, have just ended a relationship and going through healing after a heartbreak. Like there's so many different stories that I'm highlighting for people to know that regardless of what you went through, it does not have to define you, right? Like you can turn your pain, your trauma, your sorrow, all of these really negative shitty things that we all experience, whether we have a podcast and talk about it or not. I want my podcast to be the space where people can feel seen, heard, and understood and can see themselves in every single story that is out there, whether you can personally relate to it or not, and just show that, you can turn it around. You can heal your trauma. You can live this beautiful, thriving life, right? Like there can be beauty despite of the shit that you've gone through. And then as far as the coaching, I really just want to help women who have been the Leanne from 2020 and 2021, who are or have recently left those abusive relationships and, you know, speaking for me, after leaving that relationship, I felt lost. I didn't know who the fuck I was. I didn't know anything about myself. And I needed that support. I needed those mentors to really help me, help guide me back to myself. So that's now me turning my pain into my power and helping other women realize that you don't need to settle for less. You can love yourself. And I've been through it, so I know exactly how you're feeling. And I think that's a really important step when people are looking for support, especially in the coaching world, because there's so much like, there's so much bullshit in the coaching world, right? But I think it's really important for you to find someone who knows exactly how you're feeling and can t attest to it and to also see them now on the other side. So yeah. Yeah, it's really just, it started from a very painful place. That's where it started from. That's the short answer. <laughs> and now look, we here. <laughs> I freaking love it, girl. And keep doing your thing. It's been almost two years for me. And, and uh, yeah, I love everything in the podcasting world. The community is amazing as people as hosts or guests you know it's just it's like 
nothing I have ever seen. I have never seen so much support from anybody from the top, from the bottom. It doesn't matter where you are in your journey. From, from strangers, right? Because like people that you know in your in your real life, they don't support you, but they're so well, some of them don't support so, you. So yeah. But yeah. there's so many people online. Yes, there's trolls and whatever, but there's so much love and community, but you gotta find your people. So I can relate to the community aspect is wild. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And then having a community, you know, for people that feel alone, um, that are in pain, you know, or that have gone through pain, you know, to relate and find hope, tools, resources. So I love it. I'm here with you, girl. So is there anything else that you would like my listeners to know about you? Yeah, I mean, I'm here. You can listen to my podcast every Tuesday at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I drop a new episode. I'm also on YouTube as well. But you can listen Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. And I just really hope that anyone who listens to this conversation, if you can feel some sort of, you know, you see yourself in our stories, just know that you're not alone. Like you said before, Francie, like, especially when we go through these abusive types of relationships, we feel isolated. We feel alone. We feel like no one can understand us. But I think it's really important for the listeners and the viewers out there to realize that you're not. We're all feeling or we have felt the same way that you're feeling. And you know, like I said in the beginning, it's just important to speak up and ask for help because it is out there. But the only person who can really start to make the change at the end of the day is you. And then it's up to you to really find the support and seek the help and ask those uncomfortable questions and have those uncomfortable conversations. But you truly can change your life. And my DMs are always open. Y'all can hit me up, send me an email, slide in my DM, whatever. I'm willing to help anyone who just needs that little push and that little you know I, I got you because I've been there so yeah <laughs> I love it so much oh my goodness I can talk to you forever yes uh but where can my listeners find you yes so I'm um, mainly on Instagram at watch a Thrive podcast I'm always going live on the stories so you can pre pre predominantly find me there i'm also on youtube like i said new episodes drop every tuesday at 5 a.m eastern standard time i'm on tiktok and twitter and all that we'll link it in the show notes but mainly it's youtube and instagram and then my website wutpodcast.com i have a blog section there with a lot of free resources you guys can check out all my podcast episodes are there i have a freebie that you guys can also download it's called the thrive guide it's my 10-step framework on how i've been able to experience magic after going through trauma so just sign up for my email newsletter. It's free. I'm not going to spam you. I only talk to you when I feel like it because I'm a solopreneur. I'm doing everything by myself, so I'm busy. Um, but yeah, you can check that out at wutpodcast.com and then listen to the show. Uh, new episodes again every Tuesday, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And y'all, please 
for me and also for our lovely host here, leave a rating and review, especially on Apple Podcasts. Us podcasters, if you know, you know. Yeah. It's really important for us to have that seen because it pushes us out to new listeners. The algorithm loves to get feedback from you guys. So we really, really want to push you guys to. We love the DMs. We love the comments, but put it in the places where it needs to be seen. That's it. I love that girl. <laughs> yes. So if you can relate, go and check her uh, podcast out and the things that she has to offer. Thank you so much for coming on on the show and being Thank so you. brave and sharing your story. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Life with Francie podcast. Hope you have enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. You can find my show and all major podcast platforms as well as my YouTube channel. On the description of the episode, you will have my uh, information as well as my guest information so an awesome way to support us is to follow like and subscribe depending on the app and if you like you know show us some support by the review like she mentioned because it helps other people find uh, our show thank you so much hope you have a blessed day bye bye